Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, BP. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right at all. Uh, welcome back to the Black Squadron podcast. Episode, what are we, 19? 19? Yeah. Yeah. He said, question mark, Kelly. Uh, David will join us later. He is currently uh, at his cantina, the galaxy famous Omaha Kenobi Cantina. <laughs> We also have Slade, of course, of yep, the, no. the galactic famous Ewok two-way petting zoo, where you pet them, and of course, they pet you back. <laughs> and we can't forget, we have Cam, our resident Jedi librarian. And remember, if you can't find it in the archives, it doesn't fucking exist. It's so true. How you guys doing? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, game. he doesn't. That's why he asked. That good, huh? Shit. Yeah, he doing great. He wants you to tell everyone else. So I learned it was Friday today. <laughs> uh, I've been off work yesterday and today, and because of that, I have, I, I I've napped like four times today, and I have no idea. I, this could be nine o'clock Sunday night for all you're telling me. I don't know. I, I've lost all concept of time. Yep. Like it's complete. It's crazy. Um, I don't even know what day this is of the quarantine or whatever the hell it's called, but I feel like it's been six years. So we call it a blockade. Yes, it's Ooh, a blockade. blockade. But yeah, Star Wars, huh? Yeah. We have no guests this week. Oh. It's okay. We actually haven't had one for most of the episodes, so I think it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. uh, I was recently as of 20 minutes ago laying with my daughter to get her to go to bed and i was thinking to myself i don't think i've watched the star wars movie since i saw the rise of skywalker in a the theater the last time what so i've been really really itching to watch uh, force awakens um and we were just talking about doing a empire strikes back episode soon so that made me really want to watch that as well I believe we were also going to do a sit-through of the first, like, six episodes of the Ewoks cartoon. Oh, yeah. That'd, that'd be fun. I, there's, like, a six-hour YouTube video on there. <laughs> we could do a six-hour episode. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we don't actually have to record everything we do. It's true. We could just watch it for fun. <laughs> but that's Dude. how Tiger King got created. They just recorded everything. <laughs> You do some meth and go shag a tiger, and <laughs> then we'll talk. You you still haven't seen this, so you don't know what the hell we're talking about. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, did you watch it? That was like two weeks ago when I said I didn't watch it. What the hell uh, else am I going to do? I, I mean, I don't know. It's a good point. I, 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 I quit, though. I couldn't Probably. take it. Oh. I know we'll get into Star Wars in a minute, so just hang with us. But the guy who has no teeth and never wears a shirt, I can't figure out <laughs> the life of me on that show. <laughs> He's amazing. 
All right. Anyway, let's yeah, uh, let's get into the show. Yeah, let's uh, Cam, you want to hit us off with some news? Sure. Far, far away news, as usual, uh, brought to us by Far, Far Away. You can go find them and follow them on all relevant social media. A um, couple different pieces of news here, relatively short. I think the, the quarantine's kind of got everything kind of quiet right now. Um, first and foremost, uh, for the Cassian Andor series, we found out that Luke Hull, uh, he was the production designer on Chernobyl and won an Emmy for that. He has joined the Cassian Andor series, I believe, also as the production designer. So uh, I have, I myself have not watched Chernobyl. Have you guys watched it? I did watch it. It was kind of hard to watch. Uh, not because it was bad. It was because the content. <laughs> okay. Um, so it looked super real. So the, I'm excited for this guy. <laughs> All right. Perfect. perfect. That's, that's fantastic. Um, in a little bit of rumor news, uh, supposedly... There's a, an Easter surprise coming to Disney Plus that relates to Star Wars, uh, with Easter being only a couple days away. Hopefully, we'll find out what that is. I personally hope for maybe, uh, I don't know, like the Star Wars Easter special. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I mean, well, let's speculate wildly. What could it be? I, I personally hope it's um, the Rise of Skywalker. That'd be pretty cool. I uh, appreciate that very much. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, uh, would it, is there anything? Solo's there, right? Yeah. And Rogue One's there. I I don't know. I don't think Solo... No, because Solo's still on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think Solo and Last Jedi are not there. I think that sounds right. Uh, Maybe they're going to put a holiday special on. Or the Ewoks cartoon, or the droids cartoon. Or the Ewok movies. I mean... Or Troops. Did you guys ever see Troops? No. I've never seen Troops, no. You guys ever see... wait, 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 wait. Do you guys know even know what about. troops are? You don't no, even know yeah. what... Oh my god. Okay, so... <laughs> gosh, when was this? Uh, I want to say mid-90s. So, you could only get this at the time on, like, bootleg VHS tapes. That's how it was passed around the country. Um, and Troops was a knockoff of the TV show Cops, but it was done with Stormtroopers... On Tatooine, <laughs> and it was like vi- a viral video before viral videos were a thing. I, I I so hope it's on YouTube or somewhere for you guys to watch because it is amazingly awesome. Wow! Isn't that the thing that ends with uh, the the I fire at the bro- troops? I've the, literally the never heard farmstead? of it. Or not the Baru Farmstead, the uh... Lars. Homestead. Homestead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah on the line. And I don't know. <laughs> uh, they are there, yes, during this. Nice. I think uh, I think David might have joined us. I don't believe you. Negative? Negative? Have you seen troops? Long time ago. Okay, good. They, these guys haven't even heard of it. Yeah, yeah I've heard of troops. That's crazy. Troops. Come on. So yeah, maybe that's what's going to come to Disney Plus. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave, we were just speculating about what the Easter surprise could be if we actually get something on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm thinking Rise of Skywalker. I can't see what else it would be. I really hope it is behind the scenes stuff. That could be it too. That'd be good. The documentary, you mean, from the release, the Blu-ray, wherever the hell it was? Maybe. 
I mean, uh, could 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 it be wrong just to hope that maybe it's you know a surprise release of I don't know a new animated series? That would Rebels. be awesome too. Yeah. It could be a Mandalorian season There's two trailer. Way. Ooh. Oh, I... it's, it's Kenobi. It's been done. <laughs> That's what it is. They just cobbled no together way. all his scenes from all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, funny enough. Uh, to, to to the next point, uh, Kenobi has been delayed. Uh, but so has everything with this freaking virus. So that's not really news, right? Yeah, no, every, literally everything's been delayed. So I, I saw so many sites posting articles about this, and it was just so silly. Uh, everything's delayed. <laughs> I, I saw I saw an article today. Um, I, I unfortunately troll the depths of uh, the Star Wars subreddits. So, um, And I saw somebody post something about the fact that the Cassian Andor series had, like, some percentage of the the show filmed and then they had to stop because of all the all the coronavirus stuff and somebody was like good that series doesn't even need to be made da, 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 da. and it's like <laughs> are you an idiot read like it obviously says that it's been delayed not canceled god yeah people are not smart sometimes no not at all it'd be funny if they just like did the first like four episodes and then popped in because of all this but they took like <laughs> narco season four just made, <laughs> just made that the rest of them. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, how the hell do we end up in Mexico? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, and then uh, our last little bit of, of far, far away news. Um, there are, uh, if you go over to StarWars.com, there's free uh, Rise of Skywalker Blu-ray printable covers if you don't like the the default one. So there's uh, Ray versus Kylo. Uh, um, Ren and a Vader helmet, and then there's uh, something for the Pasana chase scene. Have you guys actually seen those? Yeah, they're incredible. The uh, Pasana chase scene is both the ships, for the lack of a better term, the, the speeders that they steal, uh, being chased by the First Order. Uh, it's really cool, and, and they're all three. Of these are in the style of uh, Ralph McQuarrie esque, mm. um, so they're like painting styles. Uh, they're really, really cool. If I still bought physical media i would totally print them and i actually consider printing them just to have them, mm-hmm. print them i was reading i was reading the notes and i thought it said phasma chase i was like where, <laughs> where part? That's you, that's make, that's uh, that's you missed it surprise they're actually yeah. <laughs> she, she died and a couple of years later she was reborn it's a phasma um, series. The part that's coming on d plus the phasma part yep yeah yep. okay that's what it is <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of it with the news. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we uh, head over to the next section? Nope, let's hop. All right, cool. Uh, Dave, I think you have some some toy news, yeah? Shit ton of those like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of toy stuff coming out. A lot of pre-orders coming out. Uh, you got uh, the Carbonized Series uh, Stormtrooper. You also got the Carbonized Black Series Bubba Fett, the Empire Strikes Back. That's so a, that's a really nice one. So uh, I'm I I don't collect. I've mentioned this before. I don't collect the the figures and stuff. But could you could you explain what the Carbonized stuff is? I'm not I'm not actually 100 percent sure what that means. Um, stuff that you want to keep in the box. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to look at inside the box. Okay. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of complaints about it whenever it comes out that it just flakes off. And oh, okay. You got a pretty normal, like yeah, the, yeah. the Mandalorian, where you know that was the biggest one 
and a lot of people that would unbox it, they it would just flake right off. Yeah, so basically, it's not carbonized. Is kind of a weird. I know they used it. Why they used it, but it's more pearlescent. Oh, okay. Um, so it's like color scheme. It's the same colors, but they honestly just add like a pearl overlay to it. Oh, and right. that like, and as David said, that flakes off, and it just looks like a normal toy. Gotcha. But it is nice to just have on the shelf in the box. I mean, yeah, they even the boxes do. Are pretty... Yeah, they. I guess. Sorry, the, they even do the boxes too, and the boxes look really good. Awesome. Um, I also got the uh, Ventures Collection uh, K2SO coming out, which I'll have to buy. And the Vintage Collection uh, Commander Wolf that uh, Brandon just showed us earlier. That's that uh, that really sexy. Thing I buy. <laughs> uh, then we got the Black Series Admiral Akbar coming out. And let's see, uh, Black Series Darth Vader Empire Strikes Back. I, I gotta tell you guys, I another Darth Vader Black Series figure is the last thing I need. <laughs> repackage of a repackage. This yeah. time his arm is down, his um, you know, down to his waist, though. That's yeah. the big, yeah, you know, the other one was up. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> he's he's <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's down to his waist? I I buy that one. I don't know about you guys, but I would. <laughs> the the Vader strip tease black series. Oh, oh man, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, got the Mandalorian with the child, the uh, fig arts. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Fig arts, right? Yeah, fig uh, fig arts. figure arts. It's really weird. Figure arts. And then the, the same with the IG-11 with the child. Yeah, so for the folks that don't know, uh, Black Series is like a... Uh, no, the SH Figure Arts is a higher-end <laughs> version of a Black Series. There's a little bit more detail. Um, I think Black Series is usually like 20, 25 bucks. Uh, figure Arts can be anywhere from 60 to 80 Just for you non-collectors out there. They're nice action figures. figure? Yeah. They're extreme, extremely poseable. Yeah. Um, they, they look really good. There's a lot that look really good. They do really good with the, the, the human figures. They do really good sculpts for faces and things. So, um, I mean, if you go try to... If you'd look up now on SH Figure Arts, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the price is bananas. Can they get Poe Dameron's face right? I don't know if they've even tried. Uh, <laughs> I think they... they they stopped. They tried, and then they said, "No, nah, never mind." You know, <laughs> no one's gonna recreate that face. Oh, there's actually then, an, there's actually a SH uh, Figure Arts Revenge of the Sith Obi Wan on eBay right now for forty seven, mm. and then one for two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the most the most I've seen one was like three four hundred. It's crazy. I can't remember, remember, yeah, remember which one it was, though. Uh, we've got a couple of Funko Pops coming out. Uh, the child with the soup bowl and the child with the frog in its mouth. <laughs> um, I'm done with Pops for a while. What about you, Brandon? 
Uh, no, I've I've met my child uh, quota with the gotcha. sideshow life size <laughs> figure, so uh, I'm good for a bit. Let's see. And then we got a couple of uh, Lego sets coming out to Razor Crest with the uh, Mando Child Grief. Uh, see, IG and Scout Trooper. And that, then, yeah, the pre-order just went up today for that one, actually, uh, April tenth, and it's one twenty-nine ninety-nine. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I know Slade wants to buy that, right, Slade? Oh yeah. <laughs> I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> Three of them, greedy. Uh, let's see. And then I'm the just gonna buy one. one. I'm gonna buy one now just to spite you guys. Oh, please do. <laughs> I thought you got. Didn't you get the destroyer? I know you bought that one. Right? <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't make that card payment, but you bought the destroyer. <laughs> Those things are nuts, price wise, right now. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then the last Lego set is the uh, 501st Legion Clone Trooper set. I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet. I've seen it. Uh, people are really jazzed about it. It's mm. not much to it other than the figures themselves. Uh, so I don't, I personally don't see what the big hubbub is about it. Uh, it comes with a little walker. I can't remember the name of the individual person walkers that the clones use, but it comes with one of those. And I believe it comes with a speeder of some sort. But that's just off the top of my head. Um, but I did look it up. I cannot find an SH figure or it's Poe Dameron. Um, I know we've given a lot of shit to companies that cannot get Oscar Isaac's face sculpt, but there is one that crushed it, um, and it's Kota Bukia. The mm-hmm. figures, they're like $70, dollars figures or statues, and there's they crushed it. I'm going to send it to you guys. <laughs> that one was nice, yeah. But um, that's the end of my big-ass list of toys coming out. Yeah, we uh, we let that back up for a while. That's what she said. Oh wait, I think I hear the sacred horn. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ewok Agenda, where I talk to you guys about <laughs> well, the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you know, I just got one really cool fact for you guys today. Um, and it's it's nothing about the lore, it's nothing about the legend, nothing about any of that for the Ewoks. It's more on the just a cool little fact tech side. Did you guys know that Ewoks, the Ewok Adventure, the Caravan of Courage, which was the first Ewok movie, was not only nominated for multiple Emmys, it actually won a couple of Emmy Awards, being the first Star Wars media to win an Emmy. Really? But, well, yes. They win? Really. <laughs> I, 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 Do you know what they was, were? That was not incredulous. That was just surprise. That's all. <laughs> what did uh, they I do know what they won. They won. So, so they got nominated for two. Um, one second, let me find it. Uh, for it was nominated for outstanding children's programming and outstanding special visual effects, and it won the latter. It won outstanding special visual effects. 
Um, it also got commended in a lot of news media, including the New York Times and many other uh, prominent outlets for its uh, direction and the way it was able to transform, um, you know, very ordinary type of scenes into something magical. And a lot of the times what they called back to was the score was really awesome. It wasn't, it wasn't John Williams actually, but it was someone who took a lot from uh, Williams and his, you know, it, thematically it was very similar. I'm so watch those there's your little, little tidbit for today. The, uh, Caravan of Courage won an Emmy, Hey-o. which is pretty damn cool. That actually <laughs> reinforces our point of there's something good in everything Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you may remember something. Except for maybe the holiday special. So take, that, take that, Ewok haters out there. <laughs> take, take that. that. Oh, smoke it. So, Slade, that actually uh, inspired me and prompted me to look up uh, and remember, I had a conversation with a coworker the other day. Um, they were asking me about Star Wars, and they said it's not like it's ever won an Oscar, you know. And I was just like, okay, hold on. They've won tons. Pump, pump the brakes. Um, <laughs> so I just showed them A New Hope, uh, what their Oscars were. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to just uh, educate the people on what the Oscars were. Hey, BP, mm-hmm. what Oscars did A New Hope win? <laughs> so because it, it was won. multiple of them. Oh, it won. It won a couple. Um, unsurprisingly to anybody best original music score oh yeah uh best visual effects best production design best sound mixing best costume design best film editing uh special achievement academy award this is is given for the achievement that makes an exceptional contribution to the motion picture for which it's created. Wow. So they literally gave them a Star Wars award. <laughs> yeah, they That's said, nice. hey, you did you did a new thing with filmmaking. We're gonna give you an award. That's what that one was. They were a nominee for Best Picture. I wonder who won that year. Uh, and then they were also nominated for Best Supporting Actor, Sir Alec Guinness. Cool. They were they were nominated for best director being George Lucas, and nominated for best original screenplay, George Lucas. Annie Hall was the winner. Ah, for best picture. Yeah, I don't hear anybody. I don't hear any podcast yeah, about but, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, any any film, you know, even nowadays, if you're able to get six Academy Awards in a night. You're like one of the lead news stories. Oh, yeah, 100%. So they cleaned house at the 1978 Academy Awards. I don't think they sat down. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to stand right over here. Or they just put a table up on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's, good for them. Yeah, let's think about this. So best visual effects, obviously, they did some crazy stuff with the, the time it was made, with the practical effects. That's crazy, like hands down i what it probably wasn't even close <laughs> uh obviously sound mixing that changed the genre oh yeah i mean think just think of the space battle the the, the trench mm-hmm. all of that stuff was incredible using the miniatures and the models and the camera flying through it and all that stuff is incredible 
looking back on that now and and seeing that was not CGI. That was mm-hmm. a giant fucking room-sized trench that they flew a camera down on on, on railroad tracks. <laughs> it's nuts. It's do you, do you guys think it would get the same reaction as what it would have nowadays if it came out now? I mean, if there was it's, no space movies be, until now. Yeah, the the difference is now we've seen stuff like that, so it's uh-huh. it's different, you know. It's hard to, yeah. It's yeah, you, you can't you can't really do that. You can't do was, that. Damn it, man! <laughs> if it was released now, do you think it would be viewed as campy? Like if it was as is. Yeah, as is released now, based off all the other movies we already have. It'd be like Avatar. Hey, those are fighting. <laughs> No, I'm saying it would probably have this huge marketing push. It would have probably the best visual effects possible. An amazing new story that we've never heard. New planets, all this cool stuff. It would make a crap ton of money, and then everyone would forget about it a week later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, looked... I think people now just don't have the attention span for stuff like this. Yeah. I was thinking, because uh, I just found my lord of the rings set dvds and i was like these are what two two and a half hour long each one of them like if those came out now do you think i just don't see people like sitting through it i don't know people make such a stink about how long movies are now yeah yeah two hours and 15 minutes would be too long so anyway i actually i just pulled up empire strikes back it won two oscars only two best sound mixing and spe- they got the special achievement award again. <laughs> hey, you chopped his wait, hand wait, off. Wait, wait a minute. Off. Wait a minute. Did they give this to everybody? <laughs> God damn millennials. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pull up Return of the Jedi. <laughs> you know, I um, I I think I think if I remember correctly, Empire wasn't like as well received, kind of like how uh, Last Jedi was, if I remember uh, correctly. Yep. But no one talks about that. Um, Return of the Jedi won one Oscar, and I'm really starting to wonder if they did give this out to everybody, doing a special <laughs> achievement award again. <laughs> Let's see. And somehow John uh, Williams did not win. Award. Well, because they just basically reused the same songs from the first movie. They can't give him an award again. <laughs> Except for uh, Yebna. And the Imperial March. All right, let me look at the Phantom Menace. <laughs> they were nominated for best visual effects, best sound mixing, and best sound editing. Boy, they probably should have been nominated for costume design, right? Just off Amadala alone. Just off of her, yeah. yeah just off, yeah. yeah, how okay. do they not win based off of her? More asshole deep here, so we'll keep going. Uh, what was the other movie? Attack of the Clones? <laughs> yeah, that what was, was the other movie one? he says on a Star that Wars one. podcast? Uh, they were nominated <laughs> for best visual effects. That's it. Boy, no love here. All right, and then the greatest Star Wars movie of all time, Revenge of the Sith. <gasps> uh, <laughs> they were nominated for best makeup and hairstyling, but didn't win. Huh. Who would that be for? Makeup and hairstyling. For I guess. Jajar? He didn't have much hair. 
<laughs> he did have makeup for, though. Jar Jar was, was a big, He was pro eyeliner. Um, <laughs> maybe it was Kit uh, Fisto. Yes, <laughs> for the two seconds that he was on there. It's really and hard they, to put mascara on Kit. <laughs> Just slimes off. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm glad it, that my Ewok it. agenda question could segue into such a fruitful conversation because I thought I know, it was right? a thing. Speaking, uh, actually, before we move on, speaking of Ewoks, we had a question on the Twitter, uh, and it was regarding the timeline of the Ewok movies. Um, so we're going to turn it over to our resident Ewok expert, the owner of the two-way petting zoo, Slade. <laughs> <laughs> okay so question of when does the caravan of courage and the battle for and battle of endor movies take place chronologically now big thing that we always have to address at first is these movies are not considered canon even though they should be um and there's nothing wrong with them being canon disney get your act together make them real um anyway so then there's the question, where do they fall in in Legends or just overall, you know, they, they filmed the movies, then they made these. When did this take place? There's actually conflicting information if you're looking at the official Lucas um, things that have been published. There's been two different, like, dates thrown out there. And you're going to see it in different places. And where I actually fall in, where, where, when you look at all the facts and when you look at things... Um, it's it's none of those. <laughs> I, I I think the only way that makes sense is a little bit of a different era. Um, so starting off with the very first place they thought this was be, was going to be when they very first created the Ewok movies. What was passed around set and what was told to everyone there is that this takes place about 150 years after Return of the Jedi. So they were envisioning the Ewoks being these very long lived race. So. Um, where Wicket was something like 50 years old in Return of the Jedi, and they were looking at him like maybe the equivalent of a 12-year-old child. Once you get to um, the Caravan of Courage, he's 200 years old. But you know, in Ewok years, he's like 17 or 18. That's how long-lived they were thinking Ewoks were for, this, for, for the purposes here. Um, that has since since been squashed and thrown out and all this stuff. The new date that you hear a lot is that it actually takes place about just prior to Return of the Jedi. And, I mean, we're looking at weeks prior to Return of the Jedi. I don't like this either. This doesn't make sense to me. And why, why does this not make sense? So the first things you look at is, you know, the, the constant in... Return of the Jedi and then the Ewok movies. You have Wicket, he is in both. And you look at, you know, Endor, the stuff that's happening around the planet. So everything in the Ewok movie tells you that they have not been, you know, uh, they have not gone through everything with the Empire, with the Rebels, with 3PO, and all this stuff. And they have to have normal a normal lifespan because we see in The Rise of Skywalker where Wicket is, you know, older. He has a son now. He's aged along a normal timeline. He looks, you know, 30 years older. He has gray hair. He's a bit chubbier, has a kid. 
he's an older Ewok. So we know that he ages normally. So that means that the Ewok movies have to take place somewhere within, you know, five to ten years, give or take, probably five years of Return of the Jedi. Wicket does not speak basic when Leia comes up and speaks to him. She doesn't, he doesn't understand. He's not able to communicate. But in the Ewok movies, Wicket does speak to Sindel and speak to Mace and all of them. He learns their language. So the prominent theory here, and what I like to go with here as well, is that this group, this uh, this family that, that crash-landed on Endor, did not actually speak basic. They were speaking some other language. That's what Ewok, that's what Wicket learned. Um, they flew off. And what we're thinking here is that this takes place, um, what is it, right about two years after the Battle of Yavin. So we're still at about two years before Return of the Jedi. Getting any closer to Return of the Jedi doesn't work for me because in Return of the Jedi, they have the base there. They've, they're already building Death Star 2. They have the shield generator. They have a galactic presence. So all the steps that have to take place prior to the galactic presence, they have to build the stuff. They have to scout the place out. They're going to kill any type of resistance that happens on the planet. All of these things have to happen before Return of the Jedi and before they even start building Death Star 2 because they are, they're not going to want – it's a secret base. It's a total secret location. They're going to want to make sure everything is clean in this area. Therefore, for that to happen, they're going to need more than a week. <laughs> you know, This is a many-month – you know, multi-year operation to get to the point of where they are in Return of the Jedi, which means it has to be at least two years, probably three years prior to Return of the Jedi, which puts us at about one year after A New Hope. Um, and this has been my TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for all that. And just so everybody knows, we got all that in text. <laughs> we just scrolled and scrolled and scrolled. Well, I mean, you can't ask a question like that of me and not expect an answer. No, that's great. Like that's what. Yeah, honestly, it's what the world's missing. You ask someone a question, you get three or four words back, and it's vague. That was super in depth, um, and we're here to teach people about the gospel of Ewoks. So. <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually really like the fact that you take into account that um, Wicked speaks basic uh, in the movies, but that doesn't seem to work out with everything else. Because I actually remember looking up the timeline a while back, and I also thought it was like 200 years in the future or something like that. So I like your idea of bringing it into the timeline, but by making the, the family speak something other than basic. Uh, last Ewok question, so we don't lose half our audience. Um, um, so the Ewok. I was actually thinking that you know we should probably skip the Ewok agenda the next one, maybe two weeks, because we've kind of hit Ewoks a little hard today. Um, so the Ewok animated series—they all speak basic. Um, is that just translated to basic for us, the viewer? Yes, they are speaking Ewok ease in the Ewok television show. But it is translated for us. It's it, it's like it's being dubbed. Nice. So it's like uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. So if you don't know, that's being translated for us. Yes, because Peter Quill is speaking some other language. Right. Right. You are. Actually, everybody is. Just Peter. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah, uh... yeah. They're, they're speaking Ewokies, um, which is a language. Yeah. I can't get the theme song out of my head. It is it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I hate the Ewok cartoon theme song. Even my three-year-old went, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guys, the other day, you know, uh, BP shared a video of from YouTube of like the Ewok theme song, and it just brought back so many bad memories for me. Because <laughs> and this is what I told them. I remember being pissed because I was like, "Man, Transformers and GI Joe get these like badass <laughs> rock and roll, kick your face in themes, and here's the Ewoks with this garbage." <laughs> so, like when I was three, I was pissed. Not just garbage, but hot garbage at that. Like just, just nasty. You have to wonder how. <laughs> like how did you know, that? Some, thing, come some to things it? you just go, you go. Oh, that was the eighties. That's the era. That's why it sounded like that. No, it was just. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this to us? Yeah. My because ears. You yeah. Gonna look it up, so now they get a yeah. taste of the. Oh, yeah, that's a bad taste. Bad taste. I'm gonna spill from my mouth. I think so, a little bit. <laughs> anyway, but, but, but legit though, you do you playing that? <laughs> makes me really want to go watch that cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Uh, did you ever? When we went to celebration last year, you were looking at those um, film cells. Did you end up getting one? I don't remember. Not then. I've been on the hunt recently because okay, so they have film cells, and they also have original storyboards are out there. Mm-hmm. So my current quest is matching storyboards to the animation cells, and getting them, getting the the storyboard from the same scene as the animation cell. But what I, I'm finding it to be quite hard <laughs> to, it to match. Like that well, because they only have certain storyboards that have been like given away or sold or stuff. It's only a couple episodes worth out of the, the, the multiple seasons of the Ewok show. So it's, uh, it's tough matching them because even the storyboards usually come from the animation cells. Sorry. The animation cells normally come from only certain episodes as well. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I have one animation cell. I, when we were at Celebration, we were looking at, we looked through a ton of them and didn't buy any. And then when I got home, I was like, I really regret not buying one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want some from Droids as well, but they're a little more expensive, uh, particularly if it has Goldenrod or R2 on them. Yeah, but... I, told, I told BP I stopped collecting toys and now I went on to something more expensive, collecting all the, you know, sketches and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) so i went from one bad habit to a worse bad habit i mean you're not gonna (laughs) you're not gonna skip over the fact that you used your entire tax return to buy a tiger are you well you know i was trying to save that for later but (laughs) only two grand (laughs) our next cargo haul is gonna be crazy but anyway speaking of animated shows we stopped doing our clone wars specific episodes frankly because you guys weren't listening to them so yeah. um it wasn't worth the time to do it, it, long, it. 
but spice up your life. I, I texted the guys this morning. <laughs> I I recently found out people have been calling this latest arc on Clone Wars Spice Girls arc. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, what'd you guys think of this? Uh, this arc today was the last episode of this particular arc, right? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Spice Girls are over. <laughs> Nope. Yeah, and it has to be right because Ahsoka went off with the uh, the Zem's people. Yeah, Bo-Katan and uh, I think Bo-Katan's mom, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't get to watch it, so yeah. Yeah. No. Here's what happened. Uh, Here's what happened. Uh, spoilers, in case you haven't. Yeah. Watched yeah. The <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Spice Girls are dead, and wait, what? Uh, spice up your life. All right. To be completely honest, I, the this this series didn't really do like the, this yeah. season. Not, I'm sorry. These series of episodes haven't really done anything for me. Um, they've been okay. This last one was probably the best. Um, I I much preferred the Bad Batch stuff, but I'm really looking forward to the stuff that they're going to be bringing in. I would like to put forth a dissenting opinion, please. Oh, so I also really enjoyed the Bad Batch uh, episodes. What I really liked about the Spice Girls episodes, um, <laughs> not not so much when they went over to the Pikes, but just mm-hmm. in Coruscant, I loved the look at everyday life of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just looking looking at the sisters, seeing how they lived. I like looking around. They're section of the city you know when they were tracing the droid I, I i love stuff like that seeing how people just live in the universe so i, I really enjoyed that they, they used a lot of stuff from uh the 1313 yeah i was they actually just mentioned that they 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 said that you know they're the floor that they're on on coruscant is 1313 so i thought that was a nice little throwback yeah uh, yeah. If you're unaware of what that that means, just FYI, that uh, there was a, a game that they were going to be working on called 1313, um, where you're supposed to be playing Boba Fett, uh, doing bounties on Coruscant, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 1313 was the the floor that he was doing a lot of his hunts on. Interesting. And I, a lot of aliens in this arc, also. I like that how they showed a lot of different alien as they were running through every everywhere. Yes. That was pretty cool. Um, I really did. I didn't dislike these this arc at all by no by no means. So it's it's hard to go from the first four we got, which were action packed and Anakin and all that jazz and the clones that we love, to these quote unquote slower episodes. Mm-hmm. But with Ahsoka, adventures and so. babysittings, Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I t- t- I sent a note to the guys. That ship, Bo-Katan ship, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yes. I, nice. Yes, please. Please, and thank yeah. you. <laughs> I just felt like this should have been like season six or, you know, it just didn't fit with this season for some, I mean, this, yeah, season for some reason. I don't know. It Wait, kinda, who, uh, BP, ahead. you said that she has a new relationship? What do you mean? <sighs> I'm never going to hear the end of that art. Oh, I? boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. is, right, she, so. is she with with sabine's mom what's going on here she, she, she's I mean, with scary spice 
<laughs> That's <laughs> this guy scared. Um, wait, is hey, Ahsoka's... are you doing the ship segment? Is that is that today? Yeah, we're, that'll be the final segment. Wait, is Ahsoka sporty spice? Ginger sounded all right. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> not not that I know their names or anything. I think that's what they're called. <laughs> you know. David was 15 minutes late because he was finishing the al- the album. Yeah, <laughs> he was watching uh, Spice. Oh, there's a movie cam. Uh, not <laughs> that I'm aware of. But, oh. I mean, maybe. first of all, that movie is amazing. <laughs> that's so incorrect. My wife made me watch that, and uh, yeah. First of all, go fuck yourself. Secondly, <laughs> yeah. When I sent that that meme and nobody replied until like an hour later, when Cam laughed at it, I was like, okay, so maybe these guys thought I told them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get into the <laughs> aforementioned ship of the week, the spaceship of the week, um, I wanted to add. <laughs> <laughs> Add in a random rant segment. Um, I've been seeing a trend on Twitter that is really. I, I've I've started to type tweets and I've deleted them because, as I say, some tweets are better deleted than sent. Um, I've there's so many. It bring bring back George, revive the EU. Oh boy, I, I have a couple issues with that, and after seeing it over and over again, I, I'm decided to talk about it. You can't bring back somebody who's so like that's like if you bought a car from somebody and the car stopped running, you're like, Oh, I need to bring George back. <laughs> but it's not it's not George's fucking car anymore. He sold the IP. It Disney didn't take it. It wasn't a hostile takeover. They gave him four billion dollars because some fans suck. <laughs> <laughs> he, you, George Lucas was run out of his own goddamn show, and so we can't bring him back, quote unquote. And half of you, fo- oh, half of you folks who are <laughs> shitting all over everything because George Lucas isn't involved, shit all over the prequels. Yep. yep. And you know who yep. was involved with that? George Lucas. My God. And then that- revive the EU. Now come, come on. Comes drop a fuck on. Uh, Chewy again, or the Yuzan Vong? Let's, let's talk about that again. <laughs> Remind me how Chewbacca died in the EU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whole fucking moon. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, they Thanos them. Do they not understand though that George was involved with some of these movies? They he was involved. JJ's already done. Said he he was standing there when some stuff was getting done. Didn't he direct a couple scenes? Uh, that's what he I did. Could, I mean. Yes. So I don't know what what do you want to bring it back for if y'all I mean if they're pissed off still. And I the mean, EU, honestly, there's what four or five really good things in it, and then there's a ton of just not good. Shadows of the Empire is life. Shadows of the Empire was good. I, I that I, was I, good. Yeah. Yes. Bring but, me all the so th- this is them- one of the things you know people. And you're spot on with your assessment here, BP, because people complain and they bitch and they moan and they whine about these new movies. And I'm like, guys, are you like just brand new to Star Wars? Because you, this group hated the prequels. And I mean, there was hatred seeping out of people for Jar Jar Binks. Visceral. Like, they hated Anakin. They hated everything about these movies. 
But now it's like, oh, I want those back. I want that again. Wait, what? <laughs> no, you hated it. Like you, sorry, you want to shut up about how much you hated it. But now you're There's saying like, you want to go back to that. Oh, you know. I mean, just fucking either shut up and make up your mind. Yeah, the, the pack mentality is really messed up in certain aspects of this fandom. Like there, I know people have watched the, any of the sequel movies and really liked them, and then go on the internet and just be persuaded by, yep, bad shitty things, just to I agree. See, I see so many posts, or I have seen so many posts in the last like two or three weeks for people who saw the Rise of Skywalker for the first time. Oh my and god! They're like, no, 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 no! But they're like, this was as bad as people said. Oh wow, this was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. I didn't think I would, given the reaction other people had. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. people are. I, I, I didn't say, oh my god, because of that. I, it was more of it. It brought what I've seen is bringing back up how lame of an ending Ben Solo had, and yeah. how Adam didn't have uh-huh. any. <laughs> How do people not understand that they give the dude an Academy Award for not saying anything toward the end of that movie? <laughs> saying nothing, it's like I told you guys before, it's like on a baseball game to where they hit a grand slam to win the game, and the announcers don't say anything. <laughs> How? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. You don't have to say anything. <clears throat> to, yeah, live in the moment. To, yeah. To get the point across, and I think what he did was badass. I thought he, yeah, I, I think he I, acted. I, in it. I think, I think personally that that's the ending. He, I, when I say Ben Solo deserved the ending he got, I don't mean he was a horrible person and. Uh, you know the way that he was treated was appropriate what i'm saying is is that it tells the story that those the story writers wanted to tell it's a redemption mm-hmm. story from that point and he vader did things just as bad if not worse than kylo and the exact same thing happened he he turned to the light and died that's the only way he could be redeemed in people's eyes ben mm-hmm. had to die to be redeemed he could not come back to what is he going to do come back to the resistance space and be like Hey everybody! I know we just you know I blew up half of your guys' families, but it's cool now. Don't worry. Oh no, he yeah. needs a happy ending. Happy. He walks in and yeah. goes, "Hey, hey. <laughs> right? Like, buy hey. buy me a beer." I understand <laughs> if if Kylo or Ben is your favorite character and being devastated that he's dead. I I understand that, and I I feel for you from that perspective, right? I, one of the things I told myself when Last Jedi came out was if they kill Luke, I'm I'm rioting but the thing is is that was luke's storyline and it was perfect it told mm. it resolved his entire storyline perfectly and then the little bit that we see it see of him in uh rise of skywalker where you see him completely reverse the yodel role and actually be the master that he's always wanted to be it makes mm. that more powerful it's not everything has to be spelled out in front of you not everything has mm-hmm. to be just because it's not the way you wanted it to be doesn't mean it doesn't serve the purpose of the story that's yeah, the one, important thing, right? Well, it's the one, story that they want to tell. Exactly. So, like, when, when Maximus died in Gladiator, my favorite movie of all time, I didn't hunt mm-hmm. down Ridley Scott just to tell him he was a piece <laughs> of shit. That he killed my favorite character, and I, I named, I renamed myself Maximus and just have a group of people on Twitter that attack that? people. No, oh, spoiler, allegedly. Spoiler. Allegedly. Oh, he's a Jedi. <laughs> Hey, did we ever talk about the idea in Rise of Skywalker where Ben completes uh, Vader's 
ultimate goal. Did we ever talk about that on the podcast? I know I I know I brought it up in our group chat. Did we ever bring it up here? I feel uh, like we I feel like we did. But okay. you, I I think you're hundred percent correct. I think he did exactly what Vader yeah. wanted to do. It's it's tough it's, because there is that line that Anakin tells Ray when when he's like forced to him, where Anakin says, uh, "Restore balance to the Force like I did." Um, and I mean, he's speaking to Ray, though I can I can totally see the. I mean, I think it's very poetic making a Skywalker, you know. F- go through the motions needed to make sure that the emperor is defeated again. So did I, I just, I mean, you can't ask for a better love. I mean, if that's what you're wanting is a love story out of it. He died for her to stay alive. <laughs> I mean, he, he became one with her. That's why you don't have a force ghost. Cause he became one with her in the energy, in the force. He so, entered so, her. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Is the force <laughs> balance now just because because it's just jedi left right i think i think i think the way that balance is supposed to be interpreted is essentially things are okay meaning there isn't some evil overarching enemy that's trying to take the galaxy over and do horrible shit to people yeah so not physically balanced like uh, there has to be at least one Sith and one jedi that would be balanced that that's my interpretation of it but like if you listen to um who's the guy that did canon's voice again uh, oh, Freddy, Freddy friends. Yeah, if you listen to him from that from that thing that he mentioned a couple months ago, he he says that George says it is literal, you know, uh, one for one balance mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, I, I mean, I don't know, um, but my interpretation is more things are good, not you know, there's some sort of evil asshole trying to kill everything all the time. Wait, so did Anakin Which... actually do it then? Because. Or did he kill a clone? I'm so confused. <laughs> no, so uh, my understanding is, is that... No, the, the new one's a clone. Correct. The actual... Yeah. That was the actual Emperor that got thrown down the Death Star 2 um, uh, shaft. Um, shaft! Uh-huh. Um, <gasps> and Eliza Skywalker Sidious was a clone body with Sidious's essence in it. Correct. And so... <laughs> he was so powerful... He the the, the physical form couldn't withstand it, so it would decay. That's why he was looking for right. someone to pass his essence, essence onto, into his seed and onto, and thus have Empress Palpatine. Uh, Emperor, yeah, Empress Palpatine. Um, that would have been he, badass, though. <laughs> yeah. How how bad would it have been if he would have went into Kylo though, and then him and Ray go at it? Uh, wait, we mean go at it or go at it? Well, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> go at it, go Christ. at it. You know. So to the balance <laughs> question, I think, um, I think she turned like even even at this point, she turned away from the Jedi. Yeah, I, I don't. Think the Jedi. I, technically I, I think she is the balance between the light and the dark, and since there are no other Jedi and there are no other Sith, it's balanced right now, until. You know, the kid with the broom starts hitting people with it. So right. do you do you right. think in your your guesstimation headcanon that Ray has no interest in starting the uh, a new order? I think she's gonna retire. She's gonna be a moisture farmer. She's just gonna go out on top. <laughs> she's gonna change her name again from Ray Skywalker to uh Ray Lars and uh just go into the family nope. of it, you know? Nope. She's gonna change the name to Ray the Hut. Oh, <laughs> 
and take over a crime syndicate. She's going to change to Ray Exotic and Ray start... Exotic. and collect huts. Okay, <laughs> collect huts. Yes. Ray Ray Sky Sparkles and start a brothel. Well, I think Whoa. the yellow lightsaber was the key to that question. Like the, the hers because when when she ignited her lightsaber at the end, it was yellow. Mm-hmm. So that that's the only time in the films we've seen a yellow lightsaber, I believe. So it was distinctly not green or not blue or purple, I guess. It was green and blue for a second. But but they didn't want to make it, you know, they didn't want to make it where she is following that path, but she's also not following the red lightsaber path. She's just doing her own thing. It's that's also kind of difficult because the new canon stuff has indicated that lightsaber colors don't mean a certain right. a, like connection to the force like the old EU did. Um, uh, f- like we know, for instance, that uh, in animated stuff that the um, Jedi Temple Guardians had yellow sabers, less because they built them themselves and more because they were kind of like on standby and were given to uh, Jedi that didn't necessarily fail. They were still strong with the force, but weren't like good enough to be uh, like a, a master. Oh no, that's the uh, isn't that the the Jedi something core, right? Uh, I'm sorry, the what? There's like a Jedi something core where it's uh, exactly what you're saying, though. They're they 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 were apprentices, but they just weren't good enough to keep going. Or they, they got to knighthood and they couldn't keep going. You know, something where they went down a different path and they were still used by the by the Jedi in a service. Uh, yeah, the Temple Guards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying, there, there's a different name. No, I know it. There is something. Okay. I'm trying to remember also and off the top of my head. Jedi Service Corps. Yep. Oh, it's in oh. Legends. That's where I know it from. It's not canon. The disappointment in your voice gives me mm-hmm. love. <laughs> well, because I, I live for legends. <laughs> I was, I was going to say that sounds old Republic, but I didn't want to burst your bubble and you burst it yourself. <laughs> wow, wow. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, stop saying stupid shit. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I try not to get like involved with it with our, with our Twitter handle because we, you know, we don't want to get into the all that and oh you're so lucky i don't work, work that to the twitter handle because i oh, don't just... you have no idea how many i've typed out and not sent i've had to stop being on there for a while seriously but if you guys so... go to our account and look at the number of accounts that i have blocked fast <laughs> <laughs> and i still have no idea what all the blue butterflies are but i'm starting to get see the trend of accounts that i'm not interested in seeing their content they're the uh Bring Ben Solo back. Group. Yeah, so yeah. They got a lot of weird. Um, it's weird what people will do to justify their actions or to just simply create things out of nothing to try to justify their actions. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it's and time for the black. That's just like this new stuff coming up. Oh, okay. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. No, that's cool. <laughs> oh, actually, no, Sorry, before, that's, that. that's a good point. That reminds me, this whole absolute bullshit where they, the Avar Cross, somebody redrew her as 
essentially an anime, big-breasted anime with hips, and said that mm-hmm. Aver Cross was too masculine, and if they're going to be the best, it may as well look like it. For the love of Christ. <laughs> so she, so she has like the robe off of her shoulder, and you see this amazingly sexual neckline, and you're right, because he's like birthing hips. Yes. <laughs> and, and like her tunic is pulled tight, so you can see her voluptuousness, and it's like, guy, like fuck, no, that's not a Jedi. Get lost. People forget this is when it comes down to it. I love Star Wars. I'm 31 years old. It's a fucking children's series man like it's for kids yeah we're adults and yes we can enjoy it but not everything needs to be freaking sexualized just because it's a woman yeah that's a good point for yeah well Well, first of all a woman not showing cleavage or curves or hips or whatever you want to call them doesn't necessarily mean that's masculine also true like i don't even know it's 2020 and i feel like we're going backwards and to me, it wasn't even that line. It was, if she's going to be the best, she needs to look like the best. Meaning yeah. that a woman can only look the best if she's half naked and showing you, you know, the money maker she can shake. Yeah. So, that so was that's, a... that's the only thing that makes her the best then is, is that plunging neckline, her skin and, you know, the tight robes and all that. And I'm like, no, fuck you, dude. Yeah, I, I hope you never have a daughter. I was just yeah. going to say that, like, uh, these guys that, that do this, and let's be completely honest, it's guys that do this. Um, mm-hmm. it, they they can't, I, I, if they have sisters or mothers, imagine if, like, if they only pictured other people saying the same, thing, same things that they said, except, like, about their loved ones, they would be pissed. But because mm-hmm. they, everything has to live up to, like, the, the male, um, what is it called? The, the, like, the male... Not eyesight, but like the male vision, the gaze. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna have a female president, she better wear a miniskirt. <laughs> right. That's yeah. basically what she's saying. What, you, what this guy's yeah. saying. Yeah. So that was yeah. an extremely dumb take that I just hate seeing. We're. I mean, we. You know, if you've listened to us for a while, you know we try to be about positivity all the time, and it's it's honestly it's kind of tough from time to time, right? Especially um, right now, being stuck in our yeah. homes. <laughs> right, there's just so many bad takes out there all the well, time, especially like with this shit because it's gonna be categorized as you Star Wars dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. not every Star Wars guy thinks about like that shit all the time. It's like, oh, if Ray had massive tits and this and that and this and that, it's like, no, it's not. Not everything, like you said, not everything has to be sexualized. Like she's that. she's a you know Ray or or Avar. They look like actual women. It's yeah, I, I, like that's 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 empowering to people. And mm-hmm. I I think I think there's a certain subsect of the the Star Wars community that doesn't understand that if just because they might not be represented at the forefront doesn't mean they can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ray is badass. I think Avar is going to be badass. Uh, you know, like back in the day, look at like. I don't know. Um, look at like the Resident Evil games. They, you know, they had uh, Jill Valentine. <laughs> Admittedly, she was wearing a tight police u- uniform, but she was still badass. Uh, you know, it, it, there's, it, it's okay for the main character to not be male. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. People to an hour and a half. It's just insane. <sighs> 
anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's uh let's move on to our final segment of the show. It's the Black Squadron Spaceship of the Week. Ship Thank of the Week. And this week, the week is Cam's turn. So Cam, tell us what ship you've <laughs> chosen and what if you had your own, what would you name your ship? Oh god. Your spaceship. Uh, <laughs> well, she would obviously be Cam Slate. I mean, wait a second. Um, it, <laughs> I, I, I have always been very uh, favorable towards the Slave One. Um, I love the design of the thing. Uh, so that's the Fire Spray 31 class patrol and attack craft. Um, I, I love the the fact that like the way it rotates when it goes to take off. Uh, I think it's just a very um, unique design to see something fly almost vertical rather than like you know flying horizontally like what we're used to seeing. So I just I just have always really really um, liked that that the the design of that that ship. I have, questions, what... I have questions for you actually about this. Okay. The land when you land. So when you land this ship, the the Fire Spray Thirty One, mm-hmm. you are essentially laying flat on your back, looking up into the sky, right? So I've seen a couple different things, and if I remember correctly, I think the canon version of it is that the cockpit actually rotates as well. Ah. So when you go to land. The ship correct. rotates, yeah. but then you you in the cockpit also rotate, so you can just walk out rather than like laying and you know getting up like you're laying down. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, how the hell? <laughs> you, you just roll out, or yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Roll on out. <laughs> Go about your day. Um, for what I would name the ship, I think, I think you would name it the Zeb Callus. Mm-hmm. I probably would name it the Zeb Callus. I mean, it's kind of cool name. It, it'd be it'd be purple, and have like, you know, hearts on the sides. Oh um, my god! Yeah. And that's exactly why I had to look up and see if it was an actual ship, because <laughs> it sounds like a ship name. You know, I, wait, Zeb. <laughs> oh, Garazeb, Yeah. Um, mm. You know, I, I I don't know what I would name that. I, I know that that sounds dumb. But I guess, you know, honestly, I think the fire spray name itself is actually really cool. I probably wouldn't name my ship. I just let people call it the fire spray. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Well, um, I'm going to do something out of the blue and I'm going to start ending our episodes like this. I'm going to ask you three a random Star Wars trivia question and see who gets it. Ooh. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> What rebel hero proves he knows how to make the best use of a speeder bike's center switch? This is in Return of the Jedi. I'll give you guys a hint. Wicket? No, it's not Wicket. Wicket Wicket doesn't ride a speeder. So it comes down to who, which heroes ride a speeder bike. Okay. um, Luke and Leia. Yeah, Luke, Mm -hmm. yeah. But when you say rebel heroes, are you including the Ewoks? Because I know that there is an Ewok that rides one, and I feel like I remember seeing him twiddle with the the switches. I will oh, say that's why I said wicked. I will say it's not an Ewok. <laughs> okay, so then I think it would be Luke because I swear he messes with that button like all the time. Luke says it. Leia's the one that touches it. Um... 
You want me to read the question one more time? It might help. Yeah. What rebel hero proves he knows how to make <laughs> the best use of the Luke. bike center switch? I'll, I'll say Luke. That is Luke. Yay! <laughs> and that was a Trivial Pursuit Star Wars Saga Edition question. Okay, okay. Okay, I got one point. I'm going to ask one more just because I think it's a fun question. What language is spoken by Bede, the green-skinned head of the pod race announcer? Hutties? Boom. Nailed it. Nice. You got another? Yeah, you fun. Want one more? I'll do one more. We could do, we could do, we could do like a trivia episode. This would be fun. Yeah, this, this one's going to be really easy, I think. Who asked Anakin Skywalker, why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? Uh, I'll be Qui-Gon. I'll just finish the card. There's three more questions. Uh, who jumps several feet in the air and beheads two clone troopers as they are preparing to kill him? Mace. Eh. Oh, Yoda. Yeah. Oh, clone troopers. Yeah, clone yeah. troopers. Not, not. I for some reason I wasn't picturing the droids. Yeah. Which oh, of Luke's, yeah. which of Luke's oh. childhood chums does Darth Vader blast into bits at the Battle of Yavin? Biggs, uh, yeah. Nailed it. All right, last question. What ship... Cam, I'm is... kicking your ass, by the way. <laughs> what ship is the destination of the autopilot in Anakin and R2's Naboo Starfighter? That's oh, a good one. Shit. That's a good one. It... Say, it... Say that again? Yeah, okay. I'm confused. What ship... Yes, what ship is the destination of the autopilot and Anakin and R2's Naboo Starfighter. So I think they call it the oh, droid man ship, but I mean it's a looser hulk. It's the so I'll say control ship. Cam's kinda right. So it's the Trade Federation droid control ship. Ah, control ship. That's the word I said. That, that's Havzies on both of us, I think. Right. You, guys me, you guys didn't have any word right except for ship. You guys want me to do one more card? or? <laughs> uh, Whatever you want. Go for yeah. it. I got one more go. card. We'll We're stuck in the house. Uh, what four words of warning for future trench runs does Gold 5 communicate before he crashes into the Death Star? Oh, they came boy. from behind? <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow! And that's what she said. Hey. Okay. Who dismisses? <laughs> <laughs> Who dismisses Obi Wan as an old fossil? Where did you yeah. dig up this old fossil? Yeah. Where did you dig? Francis Slayer. That's that's hot. Yep. I was waiting for one of you guys Damn to say it. it. <sighs> All right. Um. Who, who notes that Han has to follow his own path? No one can choose it for him. Leia. Mm. No, no, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that other character. It was Leia. Yeah. What industrial guild is led by the mechanically enhanced? I don't even know this word. Technocrat? Yeah, okay. What industrial guild is led by the mechanically enhanced technocrat Watt Tambor? The oh. Techno Union Army? Yay. Yeah. 
what planet causes Luke to remark, there's something familiar about this place? Dagobah. All right. Final question. What location was known during the during production as Bubble City? Oh, this um, one's tough. I would not have known this. What location was known during production as Bubble City? I'm going to say Moss Eisley. I will give you guys a hint. It is prequels. Oh, oh, um, oh, Tugunga. Yeah. Yep, yep. Bam. Nailed it. Damn it. <laughs> failure. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and turn in my Star Wars card now. I, f- I forgot that those movies existed. <laughs> they should bring George back. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We kind of covered a lot of stuff. We ranted a touch, which was kind of nice to get off our chest a bit. Slade crushing some Ewok knowledge. Uh, learning that David has a cantina called Obi- Omaha Kenobi Cantina. Um, <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on with me tonight, and uh, may the Force be with you. Bye. Bye.